Oh. How are you playing the show? Please That's tell me. This. 2019, the show. That's what I'm playing. He's not playing a competitive Crucible match. He's not <laughs> playing Call of Duty. He's not out here in a Halo tournament. Now he missed. Maybe he missed a ground ball past first base, and this man freaks out. Oh my god! Oh I my don't. god! You need to explain fielding to me. I don't understand why the game doesn't do what I fucking want it to do. See, he's getting so heated. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 235. I am Trip Zero, one of your hosts. I'm here along with uh, my other host tonight. This is uh, Felix Sergut. And we're here with a very, very special guest who has not been on the episode, in, uh, or on the show, I should say, in roughly, what would you say, 35 episodes, something like that? 34. None. Not tight about it at all. No, not at all. Not at all. This is Diamond Jab. Diamond Jab, welcome hey. to the Emerging Over Podcast. Fantastic to have you back oh, on the show. God, it's so ha- I'm Again. so happy to be back. Again. Oh, so happy to be back. Dude, I'm stoked, man. Yeah, because I think like right before episode 200, yes. you said, I'm coming back to contact. You, you had a personal yeah, stuff in yeah. your life, and you said, I'm coming back to contact creation. <laughs> I want to get myself back out there. And then we said, yeah, yeah you come on a show, and you came on the show. And then we never invited them. <laughs> they were not ecstatic about my first, my first audition. <laughs> but, they were but, like, but, I, don't think, I don't think we like this guy. Our secretary must have. But you know, I have noticed. We switched some people around, new personnel yeah. here and there. You know. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I have noticed that you've been super active in the Emerging Gamer Discord. Yeah. And I want to thank you personally for oh, doing Oh, absolutely, that. man. Being involved, being in the community, playing games with people. That's what the, the whole community was built for. Hey, man. So. Locke said it in the in the, the – um, the New Year episode where essentially he was like, you know, when you look at the product and, and how it's grown over time and it's now gotten to a point where the Discord community is policing itself. That's really where you want to you want to get to a point where like you go from building something and then crafting it and shaping it. And then you get to a point where there are, there are people there that are kind of keeping it where it's at. Yeah, they're, you they're can continue, carrying you your, can create what you want. They're you carrying your culture, whatever exactly you Exactly what yeah. you want it to be. And that and that ends up being the case. So like the fact that I'm a part of the experience, the fact that I get the uh, there are a lot of people in the Discord that don't get the chance to sit here with you guys and, and do it. So so I don't, I don't I don't take it for granted. So I appreciate it. Cool always. man. Cool. Always. Well we got a great show for you guys again, diving into twenty twenty with some uh, spicy news. It's been like Kind of a crazy week in terms of things that have been happening, little news drops, some leaks, yeah. some information specifically intended to go out. But first, like we always do, let's chat about what we've been up to during the week. Um, let's start with our guest. Let's start with Diamond Jeb. Diamond Jeb, oh, yeah, how has your your last general gaming week have been? Or if you'd like, you can, you can, you can bring <laughs> us through say, the can last recap the uh, next 35 <laughs> episodes of um, what you've been gaming, which... Is roughly probably uh, uh, definitely more than entire half a episode. Year. Can, so we'll can you first explain what I asked you in your chat? The acronym that you you've put in front of everything. Oh, oh, you explain yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, me, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Doctor Panda, found a uh, community of streamers that are are focused on content creation partnerships. 
um, and overall um, very similar to your Team MC experience. Oh, like the only Team difference MC. is they're much smaller. When we joined, they were probably a hundred of them in okay. total. Um, and so we joined with the idea of figure, especially for me, more importantly, is figuring out what the current generation of streamers value and what they're interested in and what they're doing. Um, the reason I partnered with Eastern Media GG, which is what those those acronyms stand for. EMGG. EMGG. Yeah. They have a passion for uh, supporting streaming, not just for themselves, but also providing a platform for military veterans as well. So they partner oh, wow. with StackUp. Yeah, they yeah. partner with StackUp.org, which is an organization that we had. They were a GSM alumni show. like They were on the show uh, once before. Um, and so that's how I heard about them. So when I saw them as a partner, and they're partnered with G Fuel and DX Racer and a couple others, but the moment I saw that they were associated with StackUp, immediately I knew uh, my thought process was, was going to align with theirs. And so um, they're essentially a streaming organization that's focused on uh, supporting content creators in whatever they want to accomplish, but also giving them experience in the corporate space. So uh, their COO, it's Tanikins, is now a um, is now a uh, support um, support uh, personality for G Fuel. So she essentially represents uh, what streaming communities, how G Fuel interacts with them, and how they go from there. DX Racer is partnered with a couple different people, and they have representatives in that Discord as well. So there's there, it's almost like creating a, di- a direct connection to the corporate space, which sure, is really yeah. nice. Um, but yeah, originally I joined just to figure out exactly what the new generation of streamers wanted, but they have a huge passion for supporting military veterans, and that was big for me. So yeah, That's it's, awesome. just, it's a That's streaming cool. organization that I, I can kind of take ownership of and 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 um and kind of just attach my name to so it was cool awesome. that's awesome dude yeah man but yeah gaming but yeah uh Tell gaming us. that's that's kind of what we're here for um so, so let's, let's to be fair let's, let's keep it to the last week let's keep it to yeah, the last week because uh, I, well i'd love to hear about your entire 75 percent of the year <laughs> um we were around for most of it so, so. True. um i do want to mention one thing which was you guys were asking questions about my top five uh, games of the year because most of what I've been playing is most of what you have been playing. So right. th- it doesn't really differentiate that much. So sure. I'm going to use my time uh, to uh, explain one game in particular um, of the five that you guys have highlighted. Because some yeah, of them you had sure. heard about, some of them you didn't. Um, if you guys are listening out there, Diamond Jab uh, sent in some uh, some game choices and then discussion about those choices to our Game of the Year episode. He was planning to be here for that. Scheduling didn't quite line up because of trying to organize so many people on the show, unfortunately. But we did get his uh, picks read live and his reasoning read live. So if you want to hear that, it's a great episode. Go back and listen to yeah. it. It was one right before this one. 234. 234. 234. Yeah. Um, but he's going to but yeah, give so, you some personal uh, touches right there's now. There's all the uh, – essentially what I said about Control is exactly what I said. But the one, the one game I wanted to highlight was um, Sea of Solitude, which I know n- we, no one had really know, played. We didn't no know one really about knew what it was. Yeah. Uh, Sea of Solitude uh, comes from a small company out in Germany, uh, and it, it falls in the games for impact kind of genre. You're that Dragon Cancer, like games in which sure. there's kind of an emotional sentiment to it. Um, and it essentially chronicles a uh, the lead developers, uh, her name is Cornelia Jeppert, uh, her personal story of love, loss, and kind of uh, a really important relationship in her life that kind of ended and allowed her to kind of find her identity as an individual. But it was told within the, the metaphor of this uh, hub world experience explorative game uh, in which your character uh, is able to traverse the sea using a boat. 
um, and there are these giant monsters. And so essentially it's a, it's a platformer slash puzzle element, but the story was so profound. Uh, each of the monsters represented an individual in that person's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way you interacted with them is the way that she interacted with them in their life. So there's an instance where you, um, this bird represents, uh, her brother who was considering committing suicide and you, uh, uh, there's a, a fight, uh, like a, a battle sequence where you are fighting off these um, uh, these monsters from the bird that's kind of in the middle. And it directly reflects a moment where in her life she showed up at her brother's school and tried to defend an action that had taken place. And she had made it worse, essentially, by, by her presence physically being right, there. Yeah, yeah. So she had created this experience and manifested it in a game that was incredibly intriguing. But there was also an exploration element. You could swim around. Uh, the, the element that I loved the most was that there was a, there's like a shark or a fish or some type of giant sea monster yeah. that follows you around this whole time. All the time. And is a direct representation of her doubt of herself. Mm. And so as you're platforming and trying to figure out how to kind of continue the narrative – if you fall in the water, this thing kind of comes after you. So it's it's got this this tension that I wasn't expecting out of the game. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, it's just going to be a romp through this experience. And I do this and I jump up there and the story progresses and that's the end of it. But then right in the middle of it is this like tenuous experience of, okay, how do I get from here to there without the shark eating, the shark eating me? Right. So it, 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 has an amazing balance of being a game and also saying something more. Sure. Um, and uh, the development team, I think, is only like 15, 20 people deep. Uh, it's got nice cell shade artwork, but it was one of the games that, like, I told it was, yeah, it was one of the EA published games. Um, and the thing that I, I said the most was out of my top five games, Nuance was like the biggest thing for me. Right. And to be able to tell a story, have an entertaining game, and keep it at a price point that's affordable is like a golden egg of of a video game. It's yeah. so hard to find. Um, that for me, it was it was it yeah. Was, the only thing I can think of would be what Hellblade. Yeah, like Hellblade was thirty dollars. It's an amazing looking game. It plays incredibly well it and it dives into say. like yeah. it has more to say. Well, you like mentioned you called out very uh, few that Dragon Cancer. That dra- yeah, that's a game. It's not. It's not as like technical as Sea of Solitude. No, it's more but of an experience. It's still incredibly it's a game profound. With a story incredibly that you incredibly like, profound, uh, and it's five dollars. Like so, for yeah. people to experience it, it's very different. Like there's an entertainment and then there's a personal motivation to it. So like to see both of those, uh, well, to see it all come together in one product was, was amazing. It's cool that we're getting more of that because as video games become more accepted as as art like to the art side of things you have people that uh are compelled to make art for personal reasons for emotional reasons and like we're used to that concept with film movies literal paintings and stuff like that writing of course but now the the video game medium being more widely accepted is drawing a wider audience of creators people that may not have gamed years ago and they want to use that medium to tell their story and it's cool we're seeing the yeah. beginning of that process yeah but uh like it, it was just one of the games that blew my mind but this week uh i i went back and i'm playing the witcher on the switch nice the switcher how does uh, that run terribly it's it's <laughs> it's ugly it's it's terrible you you hate it no oh i didn't say that oh okay go <laughs> oh i love it but how it runs is awful 
I haven't even noticed. Is that, is that what I have noticed? But that's the yeah, well. Know. Remember, I, I played it on PC first, so okay. like I'm Got PC it. pleb, and then I took twelve I steps down to the notice. to the bottom level. I haven't noticed, but yeah. <laughs> um, but it's having a great time out here. But Witcher reminds me of like why why I expect so much from games and why I'm constantly disappointed because Witcher was just like, hey, we're going to do an open world RPG and we're going to pretty much get everything right. And we're going to put extra effort into it. Like side quests have fully fleshed out cutscenes for characters. They side do. quests, not even main quests. Dude, like, that's what playing the game is one of the things that I remember is just like going off the beaten path, but not feeling like I was avoiding the story. Every it mission felt like, I just, felt like a main mission. Right, I just took like a decision, and that's where my character was living. Insane. Now, yeah, it it's crazy. It's insane to me. But like to play, to be able to like play it and then decide, oh, I'm going to go to bed. Oh, that's right, I could take this with me. I'm just going to walk over here and continue Dude, to the play. Switch. That's the reason yeah. that I want to play so many things on the Switch yeah. because of just that portability. Yeah, it's, I bought the Switcher, and you you've been love currently it. ripping it. Uh, not really. I'm going to get back to it. It's really one of these things where I, I'm not. I'm not. I, no offense or anything, but yeah. I can't. I can't do what you just described. Lay in bed. I can't take it to bed. Otherwise, I don't go to bed. And I stay up all night. In oh, bed. I, I'll play for like 30 minutes and then immediately I'll pass out. Like yeah. it's, it, oh, I won't even last very long. Like I need this room That's to separate gaming from ah. the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, so that like when I, when like, you walk out of this door, when I walk out of this door, I know that it's over <laughs> the for, for the evening. There's no more gaming. I'm outside I'm not of the doing door. anything else in the history of anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the only other thing I was going to mention was um, uh, while I'm not playing it yet, I play uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot on, on Friday mm-hmm. on the channel. And uh, I don't usually venture into the the anime realm of like games. Yeah, yeah. Um, is this a fighting game or is this a no? Different? It's like an open world RPG. Oh, shit, really? That follows like almost every instance wow. of the shows. Yeah. Uh, every mission is a show. Every side mission is like a like a, a spin off show. Yeah. Not a spin off show, but like a like a non heavy narrative episode. Right, right. Are you a um, Dragon Ball Z fan? Uh, I I was growing up, and then I stopped watching, and then I got back into it l- l- like more recently. Okay, um, but I I hadn't really played much of anything, and then they were like, "This is the game I I had been waiting for." Like yeah. every Dragon Ball Z game that had come out, I was like, "Oh, I just want it to be open world," and I fly around, and I I I still do the events of the show, but like it's it's in a world that like I can live in and. And they were like, yeah, absolutely. You play as Goku, you fly around, you eat food. You, yeah. If you're it's Krillin, like, you drive on your little police bike and do whatever. Sick, and, honestly, and I'm dude. like, this is, is amazing. And it's a, and it's an RPG. So like you train and you, you level up in different ways. So like it's, it's everything I wanted for, for stuff like that. So I played that on Friday. And then, and then of course, Destiny, which is, it's a whole nother beast. It's, it's, that, whole yeah, thing. it's just, it gives you the shoulder shivers. I have, a lot, like, yeah. I have a lot of thoughts about Destiny. Yeah, right yeah, this yeah. is probably not the week of the podcast yeah. to uh, to do it. But, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Um, you want to go? I'll go. Go ahead. Um, besides Destiny, <laughs> this past week. You could spend your time talking about um, it. I've actually uh, dove back into Pokemon because I never finished Pokemon, oh, even though I love, love my experience with it. Um, I decided to, like, push through and get well I'm not at the end yet but I'm like just kind of knocking out gyms uh, left yeah. and right me and my uh, my brother over christmas were uh, like doing the max raid battles together so i just had this insane inventory full of like you know uh, experience candies and like the the biggest amounts like xl experience candies so i can just load up my pokemon with these candies and rip through the story and then do all the post game stuff like yeah, collecting pokemon yeah, yeah. which is what pokemon really really shines with yeah. like the reason to keep playing the game after the game is done. Yeah. When you think about it, they were kind of one of the first games to really 
keep you in the game for the for the era when it came out. Yeah. Like, why would I play this longer than the story? For a lot of games, you didn't have a reason. But Pokemon was like, collect all 150. Oh, word? Okay. Yeah. So that's been my, like, my chill bedtime. Well, in all of- fairness, I've been playing games like that since Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah. Mm. I went back and collected all those. What was it in Grand Theft Auto 3? Pigeons? Or no, that was four. That was four. What did three have? Three had something. Of things to collect? Oh yeah, there was like a one collectible. It was like a hundred you had to collect. Uh, I don't remember. I don't, yeah, Doesn't I don't remember what yeah, it is. Doesn't matter. Um, but besides that, uh, a real random game that I've been gaming. Oof. Portal you, 2. You know I me, I love into. the super random games that people bring in. Portal, Portal 2, 2, which was a part of the Orange Box, right? It, uh, Portal 1 was part, Portal of, the one was part of the yeah, Orange Box. It. And then Portal 2 was released um, on its own. But Kevin Oates has been talking about playing Portal 2 for the longest time. He played Portal 1 a while ago and stopped there, and he has not played Portal 2 yet. So I got tired of trying to watch him play it or help him play it, so I just decided to like, download it one night. It was a night that I was feeling like decision anxiety, which we which we all know about from like Netflix or like a giant game collection. It's like, what do I want to watch? What am I in the mood for? I don't know. I have too many choices. So I was on my computer. I was downloading Final Fantasy fourteen and updating that. And I was like, oh god, it's gonna take forever. I haven't played in like half a year. It's got to update. I'm like, what else do I have like right now? Portal two. Oof. So I hop back in Clutch. and I forgot how good that game not only f- like felt to play. It's for its time. For its time, for sure. But also just guides you and teaches you in its world in yeah. a compelling way that, that that tugs my brain forward from like a lore perspective. Because I'm well, always someone – and you know this, Diamond Jet. Yeah. I'm always someone that wants to know like what is going on in what this world. What was it released on? Everything? Uh, PS3. PS3, Xbox, Xbox 360, 360 yeah. and PC. Mm-hmm. But like the hook was there. And when I first originally played this, I'm like, oh my god. They're telling you so much more about the world while keeping the game – like the the core gameplay the same, but then also the new things they introduce change your entire oh, perception of how you play Portal. Because Portal traditionally is just like you shoot portals, you know, that's blue all, and, that's and all orange, play and, and, and they connect. Yeah, uh, but in the the sequel in Portal Two, they have new mechanics like gels that can be painted on surfaces to make you bounce or to make you slide, and that changes everything about about how the puzzles are constructed and what you have to how do. How you navigate? Yeah, and there's so many more out of bounds areas. Because you can use like these gels to like bounce through portals. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. To increase your momentum or to, to come through a weird angle. So it just changes how they've designed the I game. I could probably get that backward compatible in the box, right? Uh, probably. It's probably in their store. Well, with your computer, you with can your play computer. it on, on PC, even with a controller, if you like. Yeah. Yeah. The game is not super demanding. You could run no, it on, on, your, at all. on your computer. I mean, not anymore. Uh, th- th- there's also, like, <laughs> if you played the original Portal, I distinctly remember the emotion of, like, going into Portal 2. And then there's the moment where... Uh, without, I can't believe I'm going to say without spoilers for a game that's been yeah. out for like t- yeah. eight to ten there's years. There's some nice twists in that game. There's still, some, dude. but there's a there's a moment where the typical structure of Portal, uh, in terms of like walk into a room, do the thing, go into the elevator, mm-hmm. move up, go to mm-hmm. the next room, just gets steamrolled by the plot. Yeah, and it's it's absolutely amazing it's very well done uh and from that point on the game is entirely different it's entirely yeah the entire game changes the moment that happens you know i think i think it is good to assume that like people there could be people checking into this episode correct who don't know much about video games that never played it don't know don't even know we're talking about an old game Right, you Correct. know what I mean. Like, like, yeah. Portal Two We're might t- be new to them. They're like, "Ooh, yeah. what's this Portal Two?" Situation? Well, they might they might be like, "Oh, wow, Portal Two." Never Steam even recommends heard of that. Portal Two. Yeah, what is this? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, and then besides that, just like getting caught up with Destiny because yeah. I've had a long kind of cold spell over the winter with the game. Um, just so, the way so it's, everybody. it's kind I of never rolling got out that impression. Content. Well, I mean, I, I love the game for what it is, yeah. like for just ex- being in the world right now. But the way that they're kind of introducing content is kind of like, to me personally, uh, it makes me not want to play the game because they've time-gated a lot of stuff. Mm. And when I miss something or like I'm not there to do something on time and then I either have to rush or I've missed collecting that thing, uh, can you help then me I don't th- care about collecting anything else. Can you help me to understand time-gated? What, uh, is that so? Imagine uh, like there's that's a not multi-part. something that was there when I played the game. Uh, time gated is the in- yeah, but it was very. There were very, very, very yeah. few situations. Time, yeah. time gated is the intentional action of not necessarily delaying, but pausing the continuation of content to elongate your experience. So like the- you, you have a story mission. You get like Tuesday drops. Reset happens. A new story mission happens, but then at the end of the story mission, there's like a story beat that yeah. sets up more of that story, and you don't get that until next reset. Yeah, think of it this way: oh. Avengers like Endgame that. was time gated. Yes, con- you could con- sit through a six-hour movie, right? But instead, they stopped it. Oh, made you, you wait a year between Infinity War Correct. and Endgame. Okay, yes. sorry, sorry, misunderstood yes. what yeah, you meant. That's essentially all right. Yeah. I'm understanding what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, in terms of all the other things that there are to do in the season now and things that go away. And you know, it, it just has me personally questioning like the motivation to do those things. And it makes me want to go back and do things that are off the grid, so to speak, where I'm yeah. not getting like direct rewards for them. And I'm not just checklisting the game. I want to go back and like do solo content or do challenging content or, or kind of run yeah. nine eighty nightfalls for gear, like stuff that doesn't yeah. directly reward you with a triumph score or something, because I feel like, a lot of it is checklist gameplay currently. Long story short, like Bungie has made a decision on how they want to release content since they are owning their own experience. And it is absolutely going to alienate a portion of the base sure. that is trying to figure out how they want to enjoy the content and how they want to play the game. Uh, I think, uh, to to your point, there's a bit of... There's a bit where it's right and a bit where there's a bit like a jump the gun. I, I think people jump oh, the gun on, on Devil's Room because of how easy it was. And then, sure. of course, they got this escapade this week. So it's like six of one, right. half a dozen of right, the right. other in a two-week time frame. Long story there's short, a, though. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a giant puzzle situation happening now that I'm not going to bore our listeners with. But if you search you know, Destiny 2 uh, quarters of time if you're interested at all in what's going on, there's a – at this point, I think at this point, the longest puzzle. Because uh, Niobe yes. Labs got well. Remember, solved. it's intentional. It's intentionally long. Sure, but like, like yeah, still across the, longest the board, puzzle. longest uh, community puzzle that's ever been in the game. Yeah, it's currently trying to be solved. So it's a lot. What is that called again? It's corridors, corridors of time. Corridors of time is what it's called. And like, I love that stuff. I legitimately love that stuff. I streamed for fifteen hours yesterday. Did I stream for twenty two? As this was starting, twenty three. Yeah. That's when I called. I called mine at, at fifteen, and then glad. I don't know if he if he ended. He was he was still. Well, I was at twenty three when when I left to go. This T uh, Rex was at uh, I think seventeen when he stopped eighteen. Mm-hmm. So who's Glad? Glad's uh, just a, a big Destiny. He's, 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 he's part of Clan. Redeem. I know T Rex. Clan know Redeem T-Rex. does a lot of uh, speed runs. They have three world first titles. I think. Oh wow! They're, yeah. they're yeah. living his best life over there. Yeah, cool. But that's my week. Um, obscure. Steam redownloads and then did get a dope ass desk though. I did get a dope ass desk. I got a I got a Mojo sit stand desk, and I cable managed everything. 
Super, super crispy. So he so. sits, and then, like Jesus, he rises press a button when he wants to play. Yeah, I heard. I cabled he everything, just, by the way, to move with my desk. It's oh. a feat of and engineering. Literally, not figuratively, He, after standing up when he goes to sit, he goes... <laughs> he graces his desk as it goes down. And that's not a joke. No. He physically... I've done that. Did this action. Yeah. So. so, yeah. What about you? How's your week? Do you remember your old uh, podcast? <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. GSM. I, yes. I remember. Amazing. I remember vividly. So I, I distinctly remember a moment that you guys were not privy to where, because uh, I was told by somebody. Yes. That I should. Your lead to a story. By and the way, honestly, I don't even remember who the person was, but somebody okay. had said. You should check out GSM. Oh, okay. All right. So we're rewinding who it was. that far back. We're rewinding okay. real far back. Okay. So I said so last I'm week. Not privy to? Hold on. Yeah. I'm, getting, last, I'm, I'm leading up to something. Year, sure. Yes. So I was told at some point I should check out these GSM check, guys. You should check out GSM. They're big into gaming. Shout out to GSM people, by the way. They're Haley big in, and, and Key and Boozer. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I don't remember who told me that, but Seriously. I did. I did. I, I, I subscribed to your podcast at one point. Mm-hmm. Now, after that, I ended up subsequently listening to a bunch of episodes and then watching you guys live. Mm. Right. But in, my initial experience was I downloaded one episode. I don't know who even was on the episode. It could have been you. It could have been anyone. And you guys were having just a debate about a sports game of some kind. Okay. It was some sports game that you guys were playing. It could have been football, basketball, like 2K Live or whatever. Gotcha. And I immediately turned it off because I'm like, I can't listen to this <laughs> because I don't play sports games. Yes. Okay. What I'm leading up to is I now play sports games. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty wow. ravenously. We've all grown in, in five years. This room, I am now off limits for, for 10 days. While Mrs. Felix studies for an upcoming exam, Ooh, love it. I am now off limits from pay- playing MLB the show. <laughs> I'm it, not allowed to play it. It's because of <laughs> it's because of how loud you get, isn't it? I am <laughs> an aggressive loser in that is game. Is this for real? Am yes. I being punked You're right now? Is this punked. like a no. is so Neil out in the hallway? It's really no. so apropos. That you are on the episode because now I can talk to somebody about the show. How are you playing the show? Please uh, tell tw- me this. 2019 the show. That's what I'm playing. He's not playing a competitive crucible match. He's not <laughs> playing Call of Duty. He's not out here in a Halo tournament. Now, he missed – maybe he missed a ground ball past first base and this man freaks out. Oh, my God. Oh, I my don't. God. You need to explain fielding to me. I don't understand why the game doesn't do what I fucking want it to do. See, he's getting so heated. Like, uh, just but, okay, gearing up. Let's hold on. Let's re- hold on. Let's re- uh, can we? Re- I understand it's only for a week. I need to rewind. Let's for a rewind. Moment. Well, we rewind okay. back to GSM. So I, <laughs> no, no, the not that far. Is not that far. Already said. How? Okay. How did? How okay, did it start? How did you? St- Start playing the show. Res- I'm only coming from this because, again, this is the same dude that <laughs> literally didn't want to play Resident Evil 2 anymore. This, like, the last time I remember, how the last time, this time I, I will tell you this. This is the one point of prehistory that you need to know. Yes. I did back in the day on a few occasions prior to 2005 because the last franchise-based sports game. What the, the last fr- played? The last franchise-based sports game I played was Madden 2005. That wow. had Ray Lewis on the cover. That's the last one. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Uh, it's not a very good year. But not a very good year, but that was the last time I played the played okay. a franchise yeah, 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 sports yeah. game. Uh, I got a fifty dollar gift card for Christmas, and ha- it was p- for PlayStation. And I'm staring at this card, and I looked at all the other titles uh, in the PlayStation Store. Do I want to play a story? Do I want to play this? Do I want to play that? I looked at everything. And I was like, I think I own everything I want to play. I said, what I don't own is any sports games. And I don't know why I got MLB The Show in my head, but there's a kid uh-huh. that I work with who just said he plays MLB The Show, and I had never thought about it. So then I pick up this book. I'm, I'm going through all of Stephen King's books chronologically. And yeah. he did a book with this other guy named Stuart Ornan that uh, details the experience of two super fans for the Boston Red Sox going up to them winning the World Series in 2004. In 2004. I got addicted to this book. Okay. I love this book. Okay. And then I just said, you know what? I'll get the show. So I bought the show <laughs> with this $50 gift card. So I bought the show God, and the I bought NHL 20, by the way. This dude bought two sports games. What two sports games. <laughs> he went to try hockey Holy when MLB was making, was making it too upset. That's what he typed in Discord. And oh. Dude, and now I got a full MLB the show. I didn't even start NHL 20. I'm not even going to do that yet. But I got a full... Uh, MLB franchise, fucking mind MLB right franchise is running right now, bro. I am, I am in. I did all of the preseason. Yes, I played every game. Nothing yes. simmed. I'm managing like the budgets, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm making the trades. I'm doing the lineups. I don't even know if I'm doing them right. Uh, I am obsessed with this game now. I because I don't know a lot of the newer players. Yes, I did. Uh, a fantasy draft with legend players. Okay. So, like, I, you know, on some teams, Ty Cobb, and <laughs> Nolan Ryan, Babe Ruth, these amazing, outstanding pitchers are yes. on these teams, and yes. they are destroying me. <laughs> yes, because they're... I didn't even know Babe Ruth was a pitcher until I started playing this he game. He was a pitcher for a short period of time. Yeah, he when he was on the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. And I'm just like, this what in amazing. the fuck is happening? Yeah, but I'm, I'm, uh, we're nine and eight. And I'm currently in a game. We. We're, we're nine and eight. The fact that you said we is so good. The fact that he immediately turned into press conference mode. and was See, just like. That literally is the post game. He was just like right we're at the end. He was like, you know uh, what? We're, we're nine not doing and what eight. We need to we're, do. You know, we got to get the feeling back the together. The game I'm currently playing right now, which I, tur- I turned off. Uh, I was, oh, my uh, God. That's funny. Dude, I the game just produces so many errors. Oh I don't know God. how to stop it. How do you stop does errors? The, does the game produce errors or do you produce errors? Okay, this is I what I like. This so, is what I observe. This is what I don't Small like. semantic okay. argument. Let me observe, and then I think I can answer his question. Okay. When the computer, when I'm up at bat, yes. and I hit something, it's yes. either a home run, uh huh, right? It's either a home run, yeah, or it's a pop out, yes. And I've even messed with the sliders to decrease pop outs. It's either a home run or a pop out. I'm getting scores because you're of never home getting runs. a ground ball. You never had a line barely drive. getting you ground balls, and okay. I don't know what I'm doing wrong with that. And the computer, I don't has no errors in fielding. They literally everything I pop out, dude. I can shoot something like a line drive, and that's in the air, not on the ground, in the air. And if it gets near their shortstop, he catches it and is, is mitt. No and error, no fumble, no nothing. Yeah. Now my players, on the other hand, being controlled by fucking me. <laughs> We'll fumble everything like they're goddamn playing fucking uh, Little League. Uh, okay, so and I don't know how to stop them from doing this. So, 
I'm trying the last show. Yeah. The last time I'll be the show I played was I think 2017 or 2018. Um, I remember that one year they added a difficulty level to the entire thing called dynamic. Called dynamic, and Which so it, I have just it based on what you have. The other thing is that errors are are based on the stats of the player. So if the fielding stat of the player is below a certain threshold, it increases the likelihood of errors. It doesn't increase the likelihood of like throw strength or anything like that. It literally is a direct correlation to errors. At least that's what they used to do. I don't know if they still do it. Let now. me qualify with a let me qualify it with a g- good question. Okay. If I let the ball go, yes, and I let the ball go into the field uh-huh. and it comes down, will the fielder run to it without me touching? The actual stick. Uh, because often if I fuck everything up because I'm controlling the stick. Because you're controlling the player. Will he move um, automatically for me? I don't know. In past games, you had to press a button to take over the fielder, or the fielder would do it themselves. Well, they would do it themselves they would if do you it didn't themselves. put anything on But I, don't, I, I haven't played okay. recently to know, That's okay. other than experimenting and, you know. But, yeah, I, like... I just get so frustrated. My blown right now. I get so deep in it. Deep in it. I get so frustrated that like, like today I was up like seven four in a game. Uh, It was amazing. I was like, I'm seven four. That game turned into an eight and eight game, and it happened because of like error after error after error that my (laughs) players were doing in the field, playing like little leaguers. Baseball is a long grind. I cannot wait to see this guy 140 games in. Say, it's, a, it's a lot of games, dude. It's a lot of games. Holy yeah. shit. That's what I'm saying. I only God, played I can't wait. 15 so far. <laughs> That's Nine 140 eight, games worth of games. errors and fucking giving up leads. A lot, a lot of blood pressure. Woo! Can't wait. How, yeah. how, is it? Have you gotten better at dealing with the potential turns uh, in the tide? Uh, not really. I'm a rage monster. <laughs> but I'm he's 9 and 8, though. Monster. So, like, it's not. <laughs> it's not really. He's not. It's it's not it's, impossible. Like he's he's won. No, so no, no, no. I, I've learned that I have to lay off pitches. I can't swing at everything. Yeah. You know, I've learned that. You know, some of them are welcome, just welcome some to baseball. Them, some of them are just balls. That's what they are. Lessons, life lessons. Some guys some are throwing are just, grapefruits out there. I mean, it's yeah. not a big deal. I feel, keep your eye. I feel on like the ball. these are all terms that he's heard from the commentators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vocabulary. He, doesn't, he doesn't even know what it means. No. That they're my, throwing grapefruits. I don't. I don't. <laughs> never heard such a phrase before. Uh, in but. my defense, that's not from the commentators. That's from. Oh, the, okay. That's from the movie A League of Their Own. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Sure so there funny. it is. That's what I've been doing mostly. That for this is week. other other than um, we are nine and eight. That's a mind-blowing situation. Uh, Holy shit. They came out with the third uh, DLC pack for expansion for um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I can't. Which I is can't. called Rise of the Phoenix and I released. Can't. No, it's okay. You don't have to. I, I'm, I am. I don't worry. If that game frustrates the shit out of me <laughs> so much. Why did you get frustrated? No, not for playing it. It's I paid for a DLC. They kept the, the, the initial X-Men characters. Behind, like you had to be a certain level to oh, level. to get them yeah, yeah. In, in the tree, and then oh, you mean you have to play through the story far enough to far enough them. to yeah. like get them right. So that's one thing. I was already far enough, so I'm not worried about it. But then, uh, like I couldn't, and and I consider myself a competent gamer. I couldn't understand what I was supposed to do with this content because it wasn't it was an entirely different menu. So then you went to the menu and then it was like, well, you can 
like uh, the 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 vampire one, the yeah, curse of the, the curse of the vampire. It was like you could replay through the story with this with this debuff, and I was like, okay, hmm. but that's just a debuff. Why is this an? Why did I pay for an entire DLC for what is? Arguably, just what do one you debuff you, and a couple characters. What do you mean you played through? So with a in in the rise of or whatever the hell it's called, the curse of the vampire. Curse of the vampire. One of the modes is you play back oh, through oh. the campaign yes. with the with the debuff. nightmare mode. Nightmare yeah. mode. It's yeah, just it's yeah, just yeah. a higher yeah. difficulty it, it was, with a debuff. Sure, is all it is. is is it's that and then characters and they've sold that as a DLC and that was a DLC. Mm-hmm. The next <laughs> the next you were DLC, expecting a story. I was that's what, that's what I was expecting. Yeah. So then so I was like, all right, you know what? It's a mode. Whatever, I'll give them that. Now the Phoenix one has come out. Same thing, and it's it's just it's no it's just an arena mode. Is all it is. I'm like, why are we introducing game modes? How much were these DLCs? Uh, the season pass was uh, what was it? Twenty five bucks. Twenty dollars. Flat twenty. So I'm not I'm not frustrated on the money I spent. What I'm frustrated yeah. on is I actually this is my own. You'll learn this about me. Like this is my own issue. I actually enjoyed Ultimate Alliance 3, and the season pass content is making it harder for me to defend the enjoyment to others mm. because I can't recommend it because I'm not enjoying it. Right. So it's like this weird situation of like... No, I, I saw that, and I was like, you know what? Only but the most grindiest like of gamers who likes to grind yeah. things will enjoy this. But that's like, I knew that. When yeah. I, when but I saw it's it. just, it's a, it's a bit of a, it's not a one eighty. It might as well be a 90 degree turn from like the grindiness of the base game is one thing, but it's, it wasn't like I could wrap my head around it. The, these are, are a little different. You'd it's recommend little, the game without the DLC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right. far, yeah. I haven't gotten anything that like makes me, Say, oh man, I'm I'm glad I started. Well, you, you did get the introduction of that that store that you you don't use like real currency for. You use like fake currency right. to get newer skins, and they're updating it with different skins. Did you know? Yeah, that? but they also added the store to fix the problem that they had for their internal the internal issue of XP cubes. Oh, is that what you? Think yeah, why, that's, that's that. I think is why they introduced the store. Say what you will about the skins, because people ran out of the people ran to get out them. of XP cubes, so they couldn't level up their character. There's 35 characters Do in the you game. No, was it just? These? Was it no. No. no? no. So you earn gold in the game. Mm-hmm. That gold was going into leveling up a, a, a character. Well, the XP cubes were leveling up, leveling up a character, but like buying abilities, right? Right. And then you could respec characters if you wanted to. The pro- I don't understand respecing them because it's the same four abilities. So never it never did it once. Never did it once. But the issue was that as I was playing it and they introduced the store, when I got done the campaign, I had four really strong characters, but I had a bunch of rifts where getting extra content for other characters required them to be leveled up. So if I want a Spider-Man skin, Spider-Man has to be level 20. If I beat the campaign without touching Spider-Man at all, guess what? This dude is level 6. So I have to go back through yeah. and use him. There was right? o- there was only one way to do it. There was only one way to do it. You, you, there were certain rifts that you could spam. Yeah, so I could farm rifts. So, farm rifts so that's, was the only that was the process. It. And this store lets you use the gold. To level so up they introduced without a, having to yeah. run through the whole so story. So they introduced a, st- a store for you to spend gold to get XP cubes. 
I think, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, the highest XP cube, there was a finite amount you could buy. You could only buy like 10 of them or 20 yeah, yeah. of them. Ever or per day? Ever. Or? Total. Total. Ever. Mm-hmm. So, only small, ever. so only small and medium cubes you could buy in an infinite amount, which means you had to buy this insane amount to get to a level where I could then it, use them in a rift. Here's the thing. And maybe this is just me. Sure. Like playing the game and figuring You've out the played meta. more. So I like, figured out the I, meta. I'm in this weird space. You right don't need now. X. You start to learn that you don't need XP cubes after you get ISO eights that drop team XP. Yeah. And you, if you load all four slots, well, you don't yeah. start off with four slots. You get three slots. You get three slots. Each character has three slots for an ISO eight cube. And each one of them can do a one, a 100% team XP, yeah. which, so it's 300% for each character. Yeah. And if you load your characters with that, they level up. Yeah, instant, instantly, hmm. like five minutes they, they level. Yeah, yeah, but it's getting to that point. It's, yeah, it's, it's getting, getting to, to that point. point that that was a hump of a grind. But now that I have all four slots for all yeah. all the characters, and so four hundred percent XP team XP. That's sixteen hundred percent high leveling up. That's sixteen hundred percent more. I level up. Right. So I'm watching the new characters that just came out. Like, I've already got most of them almost to 200. I have not gotten a single character since the DLC started. Yeah. Since any DLC. Right. I, I didn't get any from... Well, they're the easy to the unlock, though. They they are. They are easy to you unlock. you have to be at that you, point. you got to do the yeah. gauntlet thing. Yeah. That's where they unlock. But yeah. anyway, we didn't have to go off on a tangent on this. I was just telling you that I... I'm very passionate that about That I played game, all that. Because I actually enjoyed it. And it's the one Nintendo game that, like, I haven't been able to recommend. Got it. Makes sense. So... Cool oh, guys. I did, uh, this is real quick. I'm not going to a thing about it because I, I know you hate Fallout 76. I get it, but uh, I wanted to tell you that I signed like up. Already, already, it's like Andy was here. I signed already up for the, stepped into the transition I, and then I just falling I, all over the dude. I signed up for the Wastelanders beta. That's closed. It's closed beta. Sure. Okay. For the new thing coming out. Yeah. Cool. So I can't. I'm not going to be able to say anything on here. Un- right. Yeah. Right. Right. You know because they, they specifically say don't bring any of this up on streaming. Like it, it, okay. There's an NDA was, for it. Yeah, there's going to be an NDA. Because usually at a beta point, they're saying at that point, yeah, stream it, whatever. Totally says closed beta, NDA, you're not able to stream it. That, to me, doesn't bode well. They're like, please keep the lid on this shit show. (laughs) (laughs) Personally, (laughs) I agree. We don't want our common bugs publicized. Get get your fucking... I'll see if I get invited. Get your hat on, dude. Get your like debug hat on. Your, yeah, your QA hat. Get Nail in there it. and just dive. Uh, just don't be like this dive is great. Right in there, I'm man. shooting new things. Be like this yeah. sucks, and here's why. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I Make no the problem. game better for That's every human in the world. I want to. And they're going to give me like a Never. thing. Do they normally give you like a way to like communicate yes. the yeah, bugs? I've been, I've been in no alpha, beta, whatever test without a dedicated forum. Especially if they say don't talk about this anywhere. They're going to give you somewhere that you can talk about it. Feedback.fallout.wastelanders.org. All right. Let's get into the news. Thank you. For the week. You're welcome. You're quite welcome. I wish you all the luck with Fallout 76. Jesus. Uh, Definitely let us know how that goes when you can. When I can. When you you can. Um, (laughs) We've had a couple things uh, pop up this past week or so. Yeah. Uh, Some have been actual news points. Some have been slight leaks yeah i think one of the things that i want to talk about first of all because i'm very very excited for it uh we have more resident evil 3 remake these dudes are just churning out, out. Here, as am i excited games. about this i know are you gonna these rip through this are... one as much as the uh, dude i have i have the fucking pre-order set i'm yeah. ready to play it. yeah i'm i'm i surprisingly i'm gonna i'm gonna play it two i liked but i i i'm i'm an 
I'm not really a huge Resident Evil fan. Yeah, like yeah. it's okay, but two I actually kind Fucking of enjoyed. It. So like it was okay. <laughs> I thought it was all right. Uh, they've dropped a couple trailers. Um, it looks looks fantastic. Another yeah. team was working on this alongside Resident Evil Two, so it was ready shit out, instead of uh, you know waiting, waiting multiple years, years behind. Yeah. Uh, there was a Reddit post with a PlayStation Magazine UK Resident Evil Three interview, yeah. and this is kind of the summary of some of the things they've talked about that are coming yeah. uh, in the game. Um, one of the coolest things that I think right off the bat is that Nemesis. Uh-huh. Um, because if you're unfamiliar, Resident Evil 3 has a character called Nemesis that uh, its mechanic was to essentially pop up when you were least expecting him and either fight him like a boss or run away. And Whatever escape. you want to do. And yeah, he was like a, like a major big bad in the story. Um, Nemesis in this game will use an improved version of the AI developed for the tyrant of Resident Evil 2. Remake, Mr. X, yeah. Which we all know is Mr. I don't X. Wanna, I don't like the word improved in that. Improved AI. <laughs> This thing is going to come through the fucking wall at yeah. you, no matter where you are. <laughs> yeah, dude. So yeah. that's going to be awesome. It's going to be scary. fucking terrifying. Uh, sound will be very important in a city like Raccoon City. You will have to rely on it to anticipate dangers lying in wait around the corner. Oh, God. I'm a big fan of sound design. Really good yeah. sound. It's actually why we talk about this, and yeah. it's going back more than a year, but it's why one <laughs> of the reasons uh, – uh, sorry, less than a year. One of the reasons I didn't like Anthem, because I thought the sound design was absolutely terrible. Uh, for detection, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> Uh, confirmation that we will visit the streets, the shops, the Stagla petrol station, the raccoon press offices, the hospital uh, locations from the game. People yeah. are familiar with. Yeah. Nemesis was created. Nemesis was created in real life to be able to be scanned via photogrammetry. No, oh, thank you. So shit's gonna That's look disturbing as fuck. It's gonna look me. real, dude. In a real I way. The, I want to be the person who worked on his teeth. Right. Like, exactly. That fucking jawline that yeah. comes out. I yeah. would take probably the skin glisten job. That'd be probably oh, pretty good. The spritz job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get them wet. We're taking pictures. <laughs> Mercenaries mode will not return. Hey. The mutant worms will be back. Carlos will be playable. These are things that just Resident Evil fans are freaking yeah, out about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there will not be the action choice mechanism as in the original, which could give different sequences of the game afterwards or an advantage over a danger. Uh, there will also be no more endings. It will therefore be interesting to know who will fly the helicopter at the end of the game and whether Nikolai spoilers okay, so like, will survive. Or yeah, so, so it's, like, it's a structured yeah. ending. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to be able to like do alternate paths. And who does this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. So man. Interesting. That's, how does that differ from Resident Evil 2 as I played it? <sighs> well, there's going to be one one game experience. So, so there's not going to be a, uh, a Jill A and a Jill B. Uh, well, actually, that I don't know. It didn't they don't say specify. That, but they said that like there aren't different endings. There's probably not different things so, you can do yeah, to get a the, different there was close a, in, to your story. In Resident Evil 3, there was like a, ch- a choice mechanism in the game that would alter who was on the helicopter, what happened to the helicopter, stuff like that at the end of the game. Well, then, then that would They're be, moving forward with a structured narrative. So that would Resident be Evil 3, um, in line with is. how the Resident Evil 2 remake Correct. Because yeah, 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 yeah. the ending was pretty much the same for every character. It was the same for every character. Just the structure. Yeah. Cool. That's exciting. That's coming out very, very soon. April. That's April. April. God, April what? It's third. It's April. No, it is. It's it's April 3rd. Whew, man. Um, We've got some delays also. Final Fantasy VII remake. Wow. Surprise. Got delayed. Surprise. Actually, yeah. I thought this close to release, they were like, everything is just totally fine. Uh, That's another game that was actually going to come out in the spring that was scheduled yeah. for March 10th. March. Now, now that's April 10th. Yeah. So we have April 3rd, 
RE3 remake. Yeah. April 10th, Final, Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. April 17th, Cyberpunk 2077. What? Yeah. April's going to be amazing. April's I'm just going to take the whole month dude. off like, yeah. at this point. I'm not going to go to work. Yeah. Uh, April's thick, brother. Wait, did Resident Evil 3 get pushed back? No. 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 So no, that, w- that was already in April. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. But me personally, I was excited to have a month for Final Fantasy VII know. between that and Resident Evil. I don't know if I'm going to get it immediately. Seven? Right off the bat. Yeah. I just don't know if I'm I'm ready to spend $60 on the first disc. Oh, I am. I just... Fuck me up, class. I, I, I don't know go. if I'm ready to spend sixty dollars on disc one. Yeah. How many discs was the original? Th- what was it? Three, three discs on, yeah. on the OG. So three releases, three um, discs full of. Content. What was that? Yeah. Uh, PlayStation One. I kind of, I kind of want to see what's out there first. Yeah. Was that PlayStation One or two? It was PlayStation One. One. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So like I, the not not that I don't want to get it, but I'm gonna wait and see what people say. Where the end point is for for the game, and and then that's decide smart. if I want to. That's smart because, it. like, that's. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, buy, I'm bought in on these day one for all of them for sure. But I'm also mega curious if I were to be curious about anything. Yeah. It's where are they going to choose to cut? Because yeah, I already know. Like, where, where are you going to stop? And then when am I? Where are you going to stop, the, stop yeah. the story? And it's interesting from a storytelling perspective too. Um, almost in a more extreme way, but still a similar thought process of like, where do I insert a commercial? into a movie if I were to cut this for TV. Like, yeah. how do you stop a story that's how do you constantly stop a story flowing? Right yeah, where's you know? the best? So it'll be interesting it. to see how they do it, and I hope that they do it well, because... Do you remember the story of that game so clearly because you played a remake recently, or do no. you remember the story of that because it was that I I vibrant? remember the story because in my youth it was good. Now it's... There are games now, that now I played in my youth that I have no recollection well, of the now, story. Well, now... About. Older, it's a questionable story because I question stories all the time. So, like, looking back on it now, it's not an amazing story. It's no, okay. I, I was just wondering but, but how you. That's remember. the reason I remembered it was because the it was one of the first games. Um, I, I like to tell people Final Fantasy VII prepared me to appreciate Metal Gear. Metal Gear in in how it took concepts that were uh, that were. A little more adult themed. Oh, for sure. Uh, for the age we were playing and, that. Absolutely. And presented it in a way that was applicable for me to understand it. Mm-hmm. So Final Fantasy VII prepared me for like when I played Metal Gear and they were talking about like hey, this is the <laughs> this is what this is how much war costs a- across the globe. Yeah. Like we're trying to sell real, Metal Gear Rex well, to well, everyone. Well, they and also like, went down this hyper detail. The start treaties were signed in nineteen. Yeah, and, like, and I'm, I'm like, playing as a kid watching like a black a kid, and white. I don't give a shit about any of these the sky, treaties like, or any fun? of this. But it prepared me for okay as a as someone younger. How do I understand what what any of this is and how do I translate it to a way that I can enjoy it? So, so that's why, that's why I remember it. But there's also like the core reality of, do I want to spend $180 if they choose to break it up in three discs on a game that even though it's packaged differently, I've experienced already. Right. The counter argument to that is in March, I'm buying Persona 5 Royal, which is essentially (laughs) the the, uh, re-release with a little more new content of a game that came out Two years ago, you're so getting, you're getting. So I can't really. <laughs> I really have no leg to stand you on. Are in this situation. I'm, I'm literally. I'm getting one. Game. I'm paying sixty dollars for one DLC. Yeah. because I love that game so much. So like, it's it's all, that's why I I, I relate to where he is. Like, yeah. I'm, hey, I'm gonna buy it. I don't really yeah. care how they release it. Hundred and eighty dollars. Here's my money. I'll experience it. It'll be amazing. And that's the end of it. P5 or P5R. That soundtrack slaps. It's all day. Uh, all day. Next, we got Pokemon Sword and Shield. 
expansion yes. news. We're getting two expansions coming up in this year, later this year. There's one expansion pass you can purchase for $30 on the eShop. That includes both the June and fall 2020 releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, the June release is called the Isle of Armor, and mm-hmm. the fall is the Crown Tundra. Altogether, more than 200 Pokemon being introduced into the games. And that was the only sentence I needed to understand that I'm, article. I, I'm hoping they continue to do this. 200 like, more I'm, Pokemon I'm hoping they coming. just build on this because I <laughs> this, think that's a it's I knew a great people sentence. were pissed about the lack of Pokemon. That's one of the things they're pissed about. They yeah, were like, what sure. the fuck? Some of it my definitely didn't feel like, ones uh, aren't there. Like, it definitely didn't feel like I use 150 in my threshold. In yeah. your Pokedex. In my, like, well, mentally. Like, if, yeah. okay, 150 is your the number that in the Pokedex. ear test. Yeah, mm-hmm. the ear test makes sense. I'm learning terms. Um, but if I gotta if I gotta find a, a zigzag zoom sixty million times, it's gonna feel like there's only forty Pokemon in the right. game. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm fighting the same one. I'm I'm three towns in, and this thing is still in the bushes. It's true. In a completely different region, I'm like, what's going on here? Like, can yeah. I can I get people, some diversity? Yeah. So people like uh, a, a big, huge Pokedex because it provides variety in what you find. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. One so. of the cool things they're doing with this uh, expansion cycle. Well, actually, it's the first time Pokemon's had an expansion. I'm pretty sure um people that don't have the expansion therefore don't have the areas and don't have the story mm-hmm. content and can't catch these things themselves can trade for them still well that's, that's nice. nice it's great it just it it increases the pokedex for everybody really nice. gives the opportunity to experience the new story additions and the new pokemon to the investors that kind of gives you a peek behind the curtain though because technically the game you have in your possession has everything in it. <laughs> well, I, you I just mean, didn't shit. pay for it. If, if, we, oh, if we go down that road, then that's we're going a, back yeah, to the advent a, of microtransactions. Of microtransactions, someone going, yeah. cut content, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know. they're not, you're not paying and then they're adding. You're paying and then they're just opening the they're exe file that yes, allows you. Yes. To, yeah, you're so. paying and they're allowing. So technically, but you have 200 Pokemon. You just didn't pay for it. That's how so. we play games That's how days. we play games. Making me think differently about that Fallout First membership. No, he's not. No, 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 not. no, no, I'm not. No, no, no you're no, already there. That didn't, that didn't change a you're single two thing. Two Fallout First memberships, you psycho. <laughs> For different this game platforms. Yes, yeah, psycho. Uh, Batman. Yes, got teased. Official. This was an official leak. Speaking of leaks and and directs and all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. This was this official. was officially leaked, announced by WB on their Twitter. Now, you know more about this than I think probably... I don't, I don't know that symbol. I think that sim- symbol would be more familiar to know. comic book readers or fans of... Uh, uh, keep uh, my fans of the what, Batman. What, what do you mean um, I can say anything? Um, I, do you know? ge- I geek out over this shit, do you? so I'm just going well, to... So, re- so Felix is our resident, say it. Is our resident uh, Marvel you, superhero well, person. I'm, I'm, I'm not, the person I'm on your the show resident like, Arkham game player. I played them all. You've played yeah, them all, so for did, sure. Yeah, so, did I. so enlighten us on... People think this is related to the Court of Owls. Do yes. you know what the Court of Owls is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell I us do. about the Court of Owls. So it, it's. It, I'm interested to see what Warner Brothers does with this because they've, they've gone the route of a prequel before. With, they did. With... Uh, what was that? With Origins. Uh, Arkham, Arkham Origins. Origins. But the thing that is interesting here, the, the Court of Owls is essentially like this this weird organization that just kind of exists somewhere else. If you think of like the League of Assassins, mm-hmm. just they're like the Bilderbergs. They're like <laughs> the Batman Bilderbergs. That's fucking what they are. <laughs> yeah. 
I made him laugh. I'm laughing because hashtag Illuminati. It's so goddamn accurate. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's, yeah, that's essentially what they are. Yeah, and the 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 dynamic that I'm still trying to figure out is I don't know if the community. And this this is what intrigues me. I don't know if the community cares about a game that does not follow up on the post Arkham narrative. If this follows up the Arkham Origins narrative, I don't think people care about that right. at all. Right. Or, or but, else but, Arkham or Origins. But I it seem to re- from scratch. I don't. Uh, I don't. Really I don't know. It depends on what they're doing. Like, but here's the thing. I I don't really remember the the Arkham Knight game ending with. I thought. Like that ended with like a definite f- finality. It did. I'm not saying it didn't. What I'm saying is we're now years beyond the Arkham series. What is this game going to represent to the players that are returning to a Batman game? Right. Does it represent a new start? Does it represent a continuation? Or does it represent a continuation of a game that people didn't really. It's not that they didn't care. But Arkham Origins, uh, they put out on the they did it with Ar- Wii. But they like, th- they did it with Arkham Origins. Like at that time, Arkham City had come out, and the narrative correct. didn't push forward. And then they, they stopped said, it. They introduced Arkham Origins with a different voice actor, a different voice actor for Joker. It was Troy Baker. Troy at Baker the time. did it. Yeah, it, it really. was still it was still good. It was great, but a lot of people didn't like the fact that there wasn't a continuation because all it did was give you an extra section of the city, but it was the same city from Arkham city. Yeah. Pretty much. yeah they were just building on just that. one yeah. extra section. And so a lot of people, it didn't resonate the same way Arkham city had done because that had one game of the year. Mm-hmm. And this one wasn't even remotely close to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Then you got Arkham Knight to kind of close love everything the, out. You so. know what I loved about origins? Huh. The snow. Yes, they I did loved, snow much better. I loved than how, what they was, than the, what they did. How the, the, the whole city was painted in snow. So I'm intrigued. The fact that it's Montreal is exciting, um, uh, but I'm intrigued nonetheless on why Warner Brothers thinks now is the best time to do another Batman game. Well, they haven't. It's been how many years since the last one? I mean, yeah. Well, there but were, I mean, there's there been, were a lot of rumors. That there's there was been a gonna, Superman game that apparently they were talking about. Was there a was rumor. a Green yeah. Lantern game that there was, was in rumors discussion. that there was a whole Justice. There was League a whole. Game. They were going to do a whole Justice League thing. So hmm. I'm interested to see why they they feel the need to do Batman again, and that's kind of unless they're doing all of those. And yeah, they're tra- and they're trying uh, to put uh, them together I'm, into a yeah. big thing. And yeah, I don't so not that it's a bad thing. And Court of Owls is is a, an incredibly amazing narrative that has to do with like nuance and and the financial impacts of of Gotham at large. And they love to paint Thomas Wayne as this like terrible person, mm-hmm. and and, uh, and and Bruce is essentially fighting uh, 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 like generations of control. It might introduce right? so, uh, Damian Wayne. Yeah. So like the idea behind it is how does the man with the most money in the world. And with an identity that he keeps secret to keep people safe, how do you fight against generations of people that have been doing that already? Technically, they have a ton of money, uh, secret identities, and they've been influencing society for years. Yeah. So where does if Batman's not the biggest player on the chessboard? What is he? They then? show up right, in. So. They show. There's an animated movie that I watched because I have no experience of them with the comics. But there's an animated movie that they made in the last like ten years 
that featured Damian Wayne as a main yeah. character. And do you remember the name of that one? I don't remember the name, but I know what you're talking about. I think about. it was the blood one. The one yeah. with blood in the tub. Bad blood. I think it was. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, there's no release date on that, I believe, currently. No, just that is teasing just, out. It's literally, they threw that shit out and said, yeah. well, let's see let's find what people out. think about it. And then last up on our uh, leak list here is a potential leak for a game called Assassin's Creed Ragnarok. Jesus Christ. So here's the thing. Uh, what has happened You're is out. a couple of... Hold on, hold on. Before we dive in. It's I'm not a discussion. Out, let's ahead. get the news out first. Yeah, and then we'll dive get in. Get the news out. Um, we know for a fact that this game exists. Because yes. uh, multiple retailers have posted. There was also that exists. fun little Easter egg that showed up in The Division 2. Yes. Yeah, forgot we about stopped, that. We stopped yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no offense not, to Division. Not in my heart. Not in, well, We weren't there. Um, but there, in addition to this, to these retailers posting about this game that's been removed, there was a leak on 4chan. So, of course, take that with a grain or two of salt. Um, from someone claiming to work with the company and know about what's going on and listing a whole bunch of things that this game is going to have and how it's going to improve on why? previous Assassin's Creed's. If you're going to leak stuff, why 4chan? Like, why not go to Kotaku or like, like why? I, or it's, just Reddit in general. Yeah, like, it's, why? It's a good thought process. I go to 4chan of but, all places. You know, it's terrible. just odd. Yeah. But so, continue. Some Sorry. of the things that they, uh, that they highlight uh, are. A four-person cooperative mode, drop in, drop out, like I one million percent like, uh, don't like that. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Well, not going to happen. Or one, one, absolutely not. I think it's one hundred percent not true. Oh, interesting. But they did it for Unity, and Unity was garbage. Yeah, Unity was a failure. Unity was garbage. I think Ubisoft does not. Not saying there won't be multiplayer. Yeah, we, yeah. we hated but I'm that not game saying, mode. I don't think it's in four the four-person drop think in, drop out. In, You're not doing that. We hated that. I'm not saying okay. Let me let me let me step back for a sec. I'm not saying it's not there. Right. I just don't think it's there in the way that they are portraying it. It wouldn't surprise me if they did a four player co op with like ship battles or or something like that. Yeah. Like that wouldn't surprise me. But drop in drop out four player in Unity was abysmal, and the fact that they are even remotely considering doing it again. Look, they could have learned mind. from it, and that's definitely the vibe. More so nowadays than when Unity was a new game. This is a two-year dev time, so like, maybe we'll there see. is that. We'll see what happens. Uh, you mentioned ship, uh, ship usage, ship sailing combat. Yes, that's yes. making a return. Yeah. Apparently, with less focus on actual combat and more sailing, exploring, yeah, getting from place to place. Black Flag did that. And that yeah. was God, I love Black Flag. Black I'm about flag. to buy that on the Switch. Speaking of. Your switch because I love. Oh, you mean you the word in my mind, dog? Because yeah. it's Black there. Flag I like, oh, combo. I almost bought that. Oh, yes. The two best, is forty dollars. Two best games. It's a steal. Two, two best, seconds away from buying. Two it. best AC games yeah. right there in the collection. And I was like, is, I cannot be playing these right now. Mm-hmm. I bought the Switcher. Uh, That's true. Apparently, this map in this Ragnarok game is uh, ridiculously big, covering most of Northern Europe. They always are, including full cities of Paris, London, and Kiev. That's Matt. Like that's that's Russia all Ragnarok. the way down to Great Britain. So pretty sure. So pretty sure Paris and London were not a thing in Ragnarok days. Well, but maybe, dude. Maybe I couldn't even tell. So you. yeah, it's essentially this is a summary. But there's an entire thing. list of yeah. things you can find this online. You can find it on. Yeah. Uh, I you know don't go to 4chan. It's not Just, never, yeah. Find go to, good on go anywhere else. Before, Just yeah. <laughs> Google the news and uh, kind of read through some of the. There's some horrible shit on 4chan. I still. Um, um, Go ahead. Yeah. Sure. Well, just, you know, uh, the Hidden Blade is back. People were complaining about the fact that you couldn't, like, stealth kill and have to do more RPG stuff. But RPG mechanics 
are in the game and apparently reportedly more like Skyrim in the way that you use uh, your you abilities use and you gain and it, skills yeah. in what you use hmm. to play. So well, maybe, it they, sounds, maybe they listen to the criticism. It sounds like yeah, what you I would don't. what you would uh, expect for an iteration where you get some I don't think improvements, I've ever, some new maps, stuff like that. I don't think I've ever had a 180 on a game franchise like I had with Assassin's Creed. Oh, I haven't touched any I stopped of the new playing ones. that shit like it was. What was your last one? Uh, that uh, okay. The last one I I conceivably truly put an effort into, or the last one I played because the last one I played was Syndicate, right? Was no, the last one I I played was whatever the most recent one was. So oh, you the played last one all. I you played, I played them all. But the last one I I truly put effort into would have been the uh would have been the one before. Uh, technically, I beat Unity. I, I hate saying that. I'm at the end of Unity. <laughs> but I've been at the end of Unity since uh, Unity 20... What was the one before Unity? 17. Syndicate. Oh, before it? Before it. Before? Before would have been the one that I, like, I broke. Uh, yeah, so it would have been well, Rogue Black Flag. Well, they were released together. But, right. Yeah. But yeah, Rogue Black Flag. Would have been the one that I put... But you beat it when they came out to... Be- they didn't come the, out together originally. No, no, no. They what did. I'm saying is... Unity when, dropped but, and Rogue dropped for uh, PS3. The last, yeah, the last Assassin's Creed game that came out, I bought and then immediately like just tore through it was Black Flag mm-hmm. because I did uh, I bought Unity and it didn't work, so I didn't play it very much. <laughs> Dude, <there. laughs> I bought Syndicate. You remember the screenshots? Didn't oh, oh, we probably God, saw it for like real. no detail of face? The, it was just muscular structure. Off, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mrs. Felix still brings those up whenever oh, I'm playing they're Assassin's terrible. Creed. They're really. She they're goes, you remember this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is this is never mind. I was gonna never mind. Doesn't matter. Uh, uh, I played Syndicate and then realized that the map for Syndicate was just a copied version of the map from Unity, and it really pissed me off. Wow. Was it? Yeah. From the shape to the street structure, all they did was change the layout, and they took the Thames, and they ran it through the middle. Oh, shit. But it's dude. the same map. Never even saw that. Same, the, the moment I opened up the map, I was like, this is weird. And then I opened up Unity and was like, this is really weird. And then I saw the Thames went right through the middle, and that, I stopped playing it. Did you verify that London and Paris don't have a similar <laughs> they could street be. structure? But at that point, like, <laughs> that, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go that deep feel, into my mayhem. If it doesn't like, feel that different like, to the gamer, then it's not going to make it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The brick, the brick in these two Assassin's Creed games is too similar. This dude wants I'm to yell at me about details. This dude wants to, yeah. But it's so, definitely going uh, down that road. Yeah, so I, I thought you were going to tell me, like, Assassin's Creed Syndicate was a broke-ass game. Well, which it was. no, I also dislike the fact that <laughs> it sounds really terrible that uh, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't drop in, drop out between the characters. I hated it. There was like oh, a, I had to go to the boss menu, change characters, and then yep. do it again. Oh no! You know what I hated? Huh. When uh, in Syndicate, you would switch from the girl to the guy, and it's just like you're playing the same story. It's, it's, I'm playing the, the it's exact not same even thing. something yeah, different. Right. It's lazy. It's just uh, well, it's as lazy well, as Odyssey. As lazy as Can I say you Odyssey guys did the same thing? You yeah. guys have sold this game incredibly for me because I'm not fully done Unity, and like I said, I've spent the last three years <laughs> playing one mission at a time every year in Unity, and I was like, I'm going to finish this game, and then I'm going to go on to Syndicate, which I have sealed, still wrapped in plastic. I, I did from a Christmas gift from whatever wow. year that came out. So um, I did finish shit, both funny. games. So, I finished both. Just games. really sell the no, shit. I, out of I, I did. So I didn't finish. Syndicate, and then uh, and then Origins came out, 
and I played a decent bit of Origins, and then I realized the map was too big for me to want to continue playing. Right. Because it was... I, uh, the Witcher is a really good example. Like the Witcher Genormous. is a game where so much stuff is happening, from like wind blowing and and like tree sounds. Such, such and a windy game. Such <laughs> it's wind all the time. Like it's just windy all the time in The Witcher. <laughs> but there's so much happening like at your eye level that like it's intriguing. But like Origins, I would ride for 20 minutes to nothing. Nothing was. It was just empty space, Damn. which is accurate. To the, the world, the world that you're, the yeah. region you're in. But I realized I didn't like playing that. Play, yeah. 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 So I'm like, That's I some, stopped that, that shit cold from, turkey uh, dog. Elder Scrolls, some El- yeah, like, original Elder Scrolls shit. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Odyssey was the same thing. It had yeah. the same layout, the same style. To say, so I skipped that one too. So like, I've been waiting for an Assassin's Creed game. You that, skipped it, or you you played I, it? And I, put it I down. played it for probably like. Eight hours, and then I stopped. Yeah. Once I realized that like the leveling was the same and all that, I was like, I don't, I don't care about any of yeah. this. I'm just gonna stop. So, but well, I own them. Well, I'm excited about to a, this to a degree. Yeah, we'll see. You know? yeah. yeah, I, I need to. I want to finish the DLC for the one I'm playing currently, which is. Nice. I'm excited to see how far they've come. Obviously. That's what I'm excited for. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's just been not copy paste, but just like it's it's been intriguing, but not incredibly intriguing. Yeah, there hasn't enough to make me like dive in and want to play these games. Yeah. I'm good with staying where I'm at in Unity until <laughs> something massive comes along, and then I'll feel compelled to catch up because of the story. Because that's hey, you know, I, it, my where I, I'm at. You, you're doing it much later, but like I'm, I played it much later. Yeah. I played Unity like I didn't play it in 2014 when it came out. Oh, you I played, played it when it was fixed. I played it in like 2016 or right. 2017. Yeah, yeah it was much later. Like right, crazy. exactly. Well, that's when I was playing it too. Yeah, still haven't finished it, but that's when I was playing it. I, that shit on a all platter. that I've like, done, works honestly, yeah. Trip. All that I've done in the game is complete the story. Mm, yeah. I didn't mm. do all the collectibles. Oh, like, God, no, like I, I did. In, I wouldn't. Like I did. If I finish the story, it, that's no the end of my collecting. I'm no just way. done. Yeah, yeah. What, whatever I got is whatever but I got. No, but even the, even, even the side like mysteries you solve, like I those. Yeah, those. no, I know. I'd be done. I'd be on to the next thing. But you you wouldn't want to do the mysteries. That game felt like homework, dude. Every time in Black Flag, I wanted to, but in Unity, I didn't want to. And Assassin's Creed suffers from well, both Assassins they're both done by Ubisoft, and the Division suffer from the same problem, which is I turn on I turn on the game and I look at the map and it's it's flooded with stuff to do, which you think would be amazing unless it feels like I'm doing homework. Like I stopped at one Mm. point and now I'm coming back and it's, it's whatever baggage I decided not to do before. You know what? One of those games and I I honestly can't tell you which one, but there's one that features the ability to turn icons off on the map. Yeah. So you just find, (laughs) it just, just is what it is, whatever. And you know what? That's that's a, you had mentioned. That I don't a while remember. Ago which, I don't Skyrim. remember which one had it when you played. I have uh, no idea, personally, I think when you played an Elder Scrolls game, you did that. No, you no, turned no. all the icons off. I don't or think you, you turned the compass off, not the not yeah. The icons. Uh, I, I know what you were talking about. Whatever you were uh, running no, I into, described, is I, I, it was. Yeah, called, I remember um, this too. It was called. Uh, what did I call it? I did it in. Um, I did it in the it new like, Assassin's Creed. It was like an hardcore no, how I play. It's uh, oh, you did proximity, proximity mode. Uh, proximity yeah, 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 yeah. mode. I play in proximity. If it's near me, I go to it. If it's not near yeah. me, I don't. Well, go the right. problem with that is that that Assassin's Creed added um, difficulty areas. So if you wander yeah. too far, 
all of a sudden you're in a level 30 area and you're like level five Fun and fact, you're going to get your ass kicked. New release rumored to not have that. And yeah, that was better. Oh, you, God. That so. was also completely, that was way better in Odyssey than it was Origins. Pre-ordered. So we'll see. <laughs> Pre-ordered. Pre-ordered. Uh, well, that's, that's the news roundup, guys. It was some leaks, some stuff getting ready news. for the spring rolling through. Can I get your quick take? On, well, I don't know if it's going to be a quick take, but I, I'm interested no to get your take. His quick take or mine? I'm never quick. Your guys' combined, your guys's combined take. Your guys' take on something. Go ahead. Uh, I want to rewind back to the delays because uh, Marvel Avengers got delayed mm-hmm. as well. And uh, it got a big delay. It's like a six-month delay. Right. Yeah. Um, and every time I, I, I watch what's there, I'm excited to play it, but I'm not excited to watch it. And I'm interested to get your guys' take on how important the visual element is to the playability of the experience. So like whether it's destiny or whether it's fallout, because I know a lot of people talk to you about how buggy and glitchy the experience is. And it does not seem to deter you Mm -mm. from the game that you're playing. Well, not with fallout, not with, but it has with games. Is that because you know, the baggage that is carried with it? That historically Fallout games yeah. are buggy and glitchy games, so you don't necessarily care. It's a part of the fucking appeal. Okay. Like, so then my question nothing's is... Nothing's been game-breaking for me. That's sure. what I'm talking about. So then the PC I, was riddled with game-breaking problems. Sure. So then I guess my question is, from the large perspective of, of the visual element, whatever the case may be, how how do you define what is appealing? Just in general? Like, to my own personal taste? Sure. To a game? If 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 Destiny had as many problems as Fallout had, but you still loved playing it, how mm-hmm. do you define what is appealing to someone who isn't playing? Depends on why I'm talking to this other imaginary person, because I would sure. take different strategies. Sure. If I am still playing a game regardless of its performance, and especially if it's performing pretty terribly, sure. then there's something about that game that speaks to me emotionally or on a vibe level yeah which is really why i mean if we're going to use destiny as an example why i always got, was attracted to kind of the vibe of destiny one like i could yeah. be there in patrol just loving the world they created the environment the sounds the visuals just the sure. feel that i got while being there and then everything else was just a cherry on top but just an amazing cherry full of raids and secrets and, and loot and all kinds of stuff yeah but just being in the game by myself i would enjoy doing and that's what really gets me on a game like sure do I connect to this? Do I enjoy experiencing it? Do I like how it makes me feel? Yeah. And that is like, a, that's the seed. Uh-huh. I start there and I can kind of like change my feelings one way or the other, depending on how the actual gameplay affects that experience, the sure. way the, the sound does, the soundtrack, you know, all the things that kind of get piled on top of it. Yeah. For me, it requires one for, to convey Fallout 76 to somebody. It requires 100% context. I have to p- figure out their context sure. with Fallout and to know whether I can place them in the context that I'm in with Fallout. Yeah. For instance, I sold Fallout, not trying to sell it for any reason. I sold it by communicating the idea of what the most, the most enjoyment I get out of it on a regular basis to a guy at work. Yeah. He loves 
first I established that he loves previous fallouts. Yeah. I second I established I asked him what he loved about previous fallouts because it's context is important. If you love the NPCs and you love the story, yeah. This is not going to be a good sell. I'm not going to be able to because they failed on that. Admittedly. Yeah. Like they didn't put in NPCs, they didn't put in a narrative that you can follow. They're Okay, that's not exactly true. They did put in an epistolary story. Yeah. And but not everyone likes an epistolary yeah, story. I'm absolutely. used to I'm used to reading things in Fallout games, yeah. reading computers. And that's what I love. The, the most annoying part of previous Fallout games for me was the NPC story. That's why in Fallout New Vegas when I could shoot everybody, I was pleased because I could kill the whole game. Like I didn't want any of those NPCs in the world. I wanted yeah. to be alone and just play the game. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Finally, did the, same, did the same thing in uh, Outer Worlds. Yeah, they gave me the ability to do it. Yeah, and I killed the narrative. I killed yeah. everybody. There's only three characters in Outer Worlds you can't kill. So, and the, he knows that from the literal scrap, experience. from experience. The, yeah. the, the search, discover, scrap, uh, uh, craft, grind. Sure. Is what I love about all Fallout games. And that's there. It's intact fully. So when I was pitching it to a friend recently, I, I said, what were you into? He said, I'm into like the scrapping and the crafting and the looting. I said, this is your game because you get to do that now with someone else. And that person gets to support you in that process. And, and he went, oh, I'm in. And then we played it, and he experienced exactly that because I was his support person. Sure. I'd already played the game. I, I supported so, him. But you were able to curate that experience yes. because you were his support I person. I definitely curated that. I curated it even specifically with the new Fallout First membership because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's playing in my private world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's even – it's literally curated. Well, I guess that's what I find so intriguing because, like, I'm, I'm noticing that my fandom is changing. Mm-hmm. As things are released, and as I'm, I'm also not the head of a podcast anymore. So like I'm, I'm not as critical. I also don't really care that much when certain things come out. Like it, it doesn't impact me or make a difference. I also don't care like the vehicle that it goes through. Like Anthem is a really good example. Like I fanboyed over Anthem really hard, and I still play the game for that matter. I put at least I think I'm like ten hours. No, no, probably six hours a week. To this day. To this day. Like, I'll log on, I'll do about an hour of stuff, and then I'll get off. No. Yeah. But you definitely have to frame, when you're bringing that up to somebody who's asking about the game. I don't recommend the game to anybody. But you... But you enjoy playing. You've never. What if somebody asked and said, "Hey, should I, I would play? tell them not to play it." You'd, but oh, how, how do you know their context is your context? Well, that's not what I'm saying. I'm no. not. I'm. What I'm saying is. My context of the game is as someone who played a day one, who's gone through the experience and is continuing playing it because I'm hoping that what they are promising is what they will deliver. The well, last well, thing exactly I want. That's exactly why I'm playing Fallout 76. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> These are our games. This is the we're, bed we're, we've we're chosen waiting, to line. We're waiting the for service voice. game yeah. The right difference, here. however, yeah. is that I know. That someone coming in at this point right now is not going to enjoy the experience. I know it because yeah, it's unfinished. Think, it's right, like right. there's nothing there. Yeah, I can't. I so can't whatever they're going to do yeah. on the back end is going to look very different than what's there right now. I can't. I can't assess that with a a person who tells me they're a Fallout fan. I can't. Correct. 
what I find intriguing, especially about the Marvel game, because it's getting a lot of flack. It got a lot of flack for its visuals, and now it's getting a lot of flack for its gameplay elements, um, is I'm looking at it as I've reached a point in my gaming fandom where the the game I'm being presented, the thing I want to play, and the thing I want to present to other people – are slowly becoming three different things the more these games come out. The Division, the game I want to play, the game that I got, and how I describe that to other people are three different things. Hmm. It's very true. The game that I want to play for Avengers is literally, I just want to be an Avenger and beat shit up. Well, that's the vibe. I mean, going back to Anthem. That's what it's played, showing me. I played Anthem, and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm Iron Man on an alien planet. That's what it's showing me. Sick. This is fun. The game I'm getting, apparently, is that with RPG and armor elements. Whatever that means. Yes. Yeah, don't know what that means. The game I recommend. For the Avengers game? For the Avengers game, uh, yeah. The game I recommend, however, could be neither of those things. Because historically, for game companies, that seems to be the trend. And so that's the thing I find so intriguing going in, going forward. And I'm asking this question because I don't think I'm going to be invited here for another 34 episodes. <laughs> that's not true. But, but that's the thing I find so intriguing is like, is, is this going to continue where we get a product um, based on uh, – we see a product at a conference or wherever. PlayStation sure. not even going to be at a conference. Right. We, we, we get it. And then when we go to tell someone about it, if it's different than what we saw, how do we describe that? Mm-hmm. How do we recommend that? Because that's that we can't. That's not the case anymore. I remember in PlayStation Two days when you played Resident Evil. Like, is Resident Evil what I saw and what I got were the same thing? And that's not the case anymore. I, think, I find that to be the most I, intriguing part. I think I don't part. really have your conflict in my life, mainly for one reason. I. You play Fallout 70. That's all you play. Yeah, because I just play Fallout 70. <laughs> and, no, no, and no the that's show. not what I meant. And the show. And the show. And the Sorry, show I forgot about the yeah. show. We're 9 and 8. No, <laughs> no, no. We're fucking 9 and 8, dude. <laughs> We're 9 and 8. And about ready to lose. We're about ready to lose and be 9 and 9. <laughs> Okay. Hey, hey. 500. 500 hey. is the goal hey. in a baseball hey. we're, 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 we're in the We're in the seventh inning, and it's, it's, it's 9 8. The game is 9 8. Like the score think, of the uh, game. Uh, think of it Make, this. Uh, just remember. This is your first year as a manager. 500 is big wins. <laughs> that's true. 100% This is tax. your first year as yeah, a manager. That's true. That's big wins. Uh, what I, no, what I was saying is I don't think I'm, I'm having your conflict with my gaming experience because uh-huh. I don't – I guess I don't really put effort in understanding what the game – let me, I'm trying to sit, think how to say this. You don't put much effort into which part? I don't create a, a narrative for the game until I'm, I've played it in my own head. Yeah. Until I've actually played it. Like, like, you're, like One done. thing that doesn't oh, that's, work that's on me at all. That's the mistake we all make. Is, one thing that absolutely doesn't work on me at all are cinematic trailers for games. Yeah. I can't get any yeah, excitement for any of that shit. That. I agree with that 100%. The minute they drop a cinematic trailer, I go. Don't care. <laughs> okay. Could give me gameplay elements, okay? And maybe I'll get a little excited. Then I guess the question becomes, once they give you gameplay elements, what happens there? Right. Then if there are gameplay elements that I in- traditionally enjoy, either based on personal experience or mm-hmm. or some- something that 
uh, something I, about I the look property. forward to try yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that I've never played in the game. You know, it's 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 that balance between uh, is it something I already played that I really enjoyed as a mechanic? I can't think of an example off off the top of my head, but like, or is it a new mechanic that would be interesting, interesting. for the for the like with so it's, Assassin's Creed? So it's, so it's the game itself. It really doesn't matter what the game is. No, you just insert the okay. Yeah, yeah. Like if they if they like for Assassin's Creed, if they say, oh, there's going to be like a a cool like you know hammer that looks like Thor's hammer or something sure. that you use as your weapon instead of the hidden blade, I'll go. Oh, that's pretty cool because it's, <laughs> it's it's a hammer. It's a hammer. <laughs> it's, it's oh, new it's and something new and yeah. fresh, shiny. Something wow. new yeah. they did. You know. Yeah. But yeah, it's, that's been my internal my internal experience, and I'm always interested to get other people's take on yeah. On where they are in their in their gaming journey, especially is especially in the in a in a show space because you have to analytically look at everything constantly twenty four seven three sixty five you have to do yeah it. and so well, I think that's why it's important to like doing, to be able to talk I'm about doing what, that part wrong <laughs> it's important to know well, why you have you to like, read the note first to it's to important to, to know why you like what you like True. but also Very to keep in so. mind that that is you and be able to talk to someone and have someone say that game sucks and you can go, okay, either I know, or I disagree, uh, or, you know, I don't care, but I like playing it because I know that like, I'm not here to convince you to do that, Yeah, but I'm enjoying this or not enjoying this for these it's reasons. Like, it's, the phrase I never utter in public is I hate rockstar online. Anything rockstar online. I hate doesn't mean it's bad. It's just any time I've played it, I've severely disliked it. Yeah. Yeah, but I think what you're talking about is the difference between stating an informed opinion and just stating a preference. Correct. But to the example that I'm giving, every time I see a Rockstar online trailer about some new stuff coming out in Grand Theft Auto, looks great. It looks amazing. Oh yeah, 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 fantastic. Yeah. There's a new heist. You're opening up a club. Coming in the casino, good, exactly. Yeah, Coming yeah. in the casino, do your thing. I know what you mean. And then I have to remind myself I don't really want to go you back and, and play both. this yes. because it's Grand Theft Auto online. Yeah, you and I both. Like I, people try to convince me all the time these days. While yeah. I'm live, you you love Rockstar. You love playing their games. But I've I've over the years yep. I've attempted to play their online experience, and, and it's a fucking grind fest. And here's the thing: it's and insane. I hate it. people love Grand Theft Auto Online. Lose yes. their shit over it. Love lose, it. Love lose love lose it. Their they shit. absolutely and read love that it. online, and that's yep. absolutely fine. Yep. But this is this is my internal struggle with. Being a, 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 a podcaster, being the host of a show, l- looking at the industry a, objectively. A, major- objectively a majority of the time and tug-of-warring that with my fandom in which I see something and go, yo, that looks really cool. But then I go, man, every experience I've had with Rockstar Online has been terrible. Does that mean it's bad? It means it's bad for me. So right. how do I take that and then convey it to people to inform people? So I'm always – you guys are the only people who I can share this experience with because you do this regularly sure. when you're in the but show. It, so I love picking your brains. Is there anything wrong with this show? This show definitely has a bias. We have biases. Oh, yeah. Like not everybody who like – for oh. instance, up until this point, this show, Man. sports games, we, we were biased yeah. against them. 
You know, like just, we, just based on the fact of who played what. We yeah. never played right. them. Yeah. You know, like so this you could say that this show has a very, very specific slant in certain directions. Like Kyle was just telling me today he hates the fact he hates episodes where you guys go on and on about Final Fantasy because he hates the game. <laughs> right. You know, and I can't right. blame him for it, but yeah. it doesn't mean we yeah. stop talking about Final Fantasy. You and Neo right. and Locke love Final Fantasy. Kyle, yeah. I love you. Just but, uh, fuck off. We're going to talk about Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, have we, got, to. we got a big year of Final Fantasy. We got $180 worth of Final Fantasy. Buckle we got to spend this money. Buckle on up, bud. Let's <laughs> go. But yes, I'm always interested love to pick you your guys' brain because no one else really has this experience sure. or at least sits in that seat yeah. on this, this ride. Of the video game industry, and so I'm always like, "Hey, is is does this sound right to you?" Because I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel you. I oh, feel I you know. definitely understand your perspective. Yeah. Kojima says Death Stranding has nuance. Does that sound right to you? Because I don't, I don't think it and does. Before we start next week's episodes, <laughs> let's yeah. wrap this one up. Yes, uh, yeah. guys, thank you for listening. Uh, I am Trip Zero. Uh, this has been a wonderful discussion with Diamond Jeb on this week's episode. Diamond Jeb, thank you so much man. for being here, man. I- Great to have Flex you back here. Great Thanks, to buddy. chat, pick your brain, just bask in your presence, man. Absolutely love guys, it. Guys, I appreciate you guys. I'll see you in like three uh, months, okay? Yeah, I'm yeah, out of here. Yeah. Oh, man. Hopefully we can get it down to half a year. We'll see what happens. Half a year. We'll, this your is people, all my fault. We'll talk to, uh, you know, we'll, people will talk and figure yeah. it out. Um, I am Trip Zero. You guys can find me on uh, streaming on Mixer exclusively, mixer.com slash Trip Zero TV. All of my socials are Trip Zero TV, Instagram, Twitter. Follow me there. I'm very active on socials. Um, I stream weekdays, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. is the rough schedule so stop on by a lot of destiny um actually some sims a lot more sims as my second game <laughs> no man's sky space stuff it's good it's it's fun it's chill times um me and kevin Oates have some stuff coming up planned too as well some halo action and uh some resident evil playthroughs as the new remake comes up so stay tuned for that felix you want to uh like my uh name felix hergood on twitter it's all felix hergood all one word you can catch that on twitch and mixer when i'm live i'm 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 live to both at once. Um, definitely follow me on all of those platforms. Um, and m- most importantly, if you enjoy our show and you just started listening to our show, please tell other people you know about our show. That's true. We, we've had a lot of growth in the past year. I'm proud of that growth, and I know it's happening because you just joined the show. So please tell your friends uh, that we exist. Um, and then don't forget about the Emerging Gamer Podcast Discord because it is growing. It's becoming more active, and there's constantly people in there. There's a technologies chat. Um, there's a game chat. There's a movie and TV chat that I, whatever you I always drop yeah. into. Um, and then you know there's a chance to play with some of us uh, in games. If you guys find our socials, all the links to connect you to where you want to be are going to be easily accessible. So yeah, find us. And then Diamond Jeb, plug yourself. Tell us about yourself. Send it out there. Yeah. Uh, you can find me uh, at Diamond Jab on pretty much every platform, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I also stream exclusively on Mixer. Um, I, uh, I've i been getting a lot of people not begging but asking for um, me to do more YouTube content, which was not something I was expecting. You I literally a good, uh, YouTube voice. I literally threw a YouTube video, a lore video into the ether, and then it got – 50 views and I got three messages where people were like, yo, this is pretty good. And I was like, really? 
All right. You got so, the voice for it, bro. Yeah, so, sure. yeah, people are, are have have asked me, uh, and I had some people in my inner circle who gave me some, some good feedback on it. So, uh, yeah, you can catch me there. Uh, weekdays, 9 p.m. Eastern, Mixer.com forward slash Diamond Jab. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good time. So. Cool, man. Again, thank you so much for coming out. Oh, thank you for having me. And then me, uh, everyone out there in the listening space, we'll see you uh, next week. So I was actually going to skip it, but since you talked about it, let's uh, let's bring we'll, it on. The we'll, show. we'll throw that in there. We got time to kill. We got lose. what thirty four episodes lose. worth of time to make up for me. So <laughs> I'm fucking. Nah, I'm not tight or anything. I'm just. I'm just I'm fucking just... dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Holding. Ah. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm, I'm just because uh, otherwise we're going to be here really late, really late. Have uh, you read all the news? He has. For the most I guarantee. Part. For the fucking most part, Jesus. Jesus.